Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the latest captaincy video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. We are looking ahead to Game Week 29. It's a double. It's a massive double. In fact, the biggest double this season. Um, my name is Joe and joining me to pick the best captain for the double game week is Tom Freeman, Fantasy Football Scout's deputy editor. Tom, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I've been off for a few days. So just catching up with um, everything this morning, internationals, injuries, etc. And uh, yeah, starting to look ahead to, to double game week 29. It's a big one, like you say, isn't it? 12 yeah. teams playing twice. So um feels like a pivotal point of the season for our FPL ranks. So yeah, should be good. Yeah, definitely. So um, the captaincy uh, video had taken a break for a while because ba- basically Harland dropped it. <laughs> he dropped it for us. Um, so we, every week we were just saying, look, just Captain Harland, but here's some other guys if you want to be a bit different. But if you were a bit different, chances are you're probably going to lose rank because the following Saturday or Sunday, Harland then popped a hat-trick in. So um, we stopped it because otherwise it would have just been a 10-second video. Hi, everyone. Captain Harland. Bye. Um, so we're going to give you some more options now. So it's a double game week. Harland's only got a single game week and he's nursing an injury. According to his dad, he might be struggling, but we'll find out more later in the week. But nevertheless, he has a single fixture and there's plenty and plenty of great options, great attacking options who have got a double. Um, so we thought we'd resurrect the captaincy video um, for, for this week. And we will do that. We'll do that again um, during the season when it when it looks like... Um, it would be um, good perhaps to offer advice to not Captain Harland any particular week. And that is not something you can do many weeks. Um, Welcome to those joining us in the live chat. Um, Do remember to press that like button and do remember to subscribe. Also a reminder that all our videos are on podcast. So if you um, if you're if you if you don't get a chance to watch it all, um, you can listen away while you walk your dog or commute. Um, so welcome, uh, uh, K- uh, Kudak Washi and Austin among the early uh, 
birds to uh, the live stream. Thanks for joining us. Um, what we're going to look at, we're going to look at the worst defences over the last six matches first. Um, and then we're going to, um, with the fixtures, and then we're going to look at some of the key players we're looking at. And then myself and Tom are going to reveal our top three choices. So let's have a look at these worst defences. Okay, Tom. So we've got the uh, last six matches, worst defences, expected goals conceded. Um, and I've also got the fixtures next to them. So we can see who they're facing. So that will help in our capacity decision. Worst defences, last six matches. Nottingham Forest, uh, expected goals conceded of 13. They've in fact conceded 14, zero clean sheets. Bournemouth, two clean sheets, 13 expected goals conceded and 11 goals actually conceded. Aston Villa, which surprises me, um, not just because they're your team, Tom, but they're they they they're actually quite a good team to watch now. Um, mm-hmm. But expected goals conceded is the third worst um, over the last six matches of 12. They have, in fact, conceded eight. So they, they've been lucky and they should have conceded more. Um, but three clean sheets. And Everton, Leicester, Fulham are also um, awful defences. So what do you think, Tom? I mean, I mean well, I'll start with Villa first because I always... I mean, only eight goals conceded the last six matches. And... I've got Ollie Watkins in my team, very pleased. And as a neutral, love watching Villa at the moment, looking good. But why why, why is the defence so ropey, calling the stats? We've given up a lot of big chances since the World Cup. I think we're, we're probably placed in the bottom three if you stretch it back to game week 17 onwards too. And um, I think an issue has been we're still adapting to, to Emery and his, his kind of philosophy of playing out from the back. Um, it's been evident quite a few times against City and against Leicester as well, when we're trying to play it out from the back under pressure. And when you get teams who press high up the pitch, um, it can cause a few problems. Now, I think we are improving and I think we've, we're getting better at it. Um, so I'd expect as we watch this kind of table develop in the next few weeks, I'd expect us to start improving on that. But yeah, we, we have been a bit leaky at the back um, since the World Cup. So it, it's something to to bear in mind, certainly if you're like a Madison owner or a Harvey Barnes owner, something like oh, that. This is, I mean, brings, this is why you're deputy editor there at Fantasy Football Scout. You've brought us right back in and on track of what we should be talking about, the captaincy. So let's have a look yeah. at who Villa are playing. They're playing Chelsea and they're playing Leicester. And you mentioned him there, James Madison. So that is a good mm. fixture for James Madison. Even if we think Villa will win that game, we still think there still could be a possibility that Madison will score. Um, He also plays Crystal Palace um, with Roy Hodgson. I don't know whether Roy Hodgson's, um, um, (laughs) well, I don't know. I mean, it's just so, I mean, I'd be really sad if I was a Crystal Palace fan. <laughs> I just think that's, talk about a backwards step. But but nevertheless, um, there's there's chance there for James Madison with Chelsea as well. Um, they face mm-hmm. Aston Villa and they also face Liverpool, who are statistically a good <laughs> defence at the moment. Um, but, um, you know, they're like, uh, but um, the expected goals conceded just, just six. But we saw them getting hammered a while back by Manchester United. So um, looking at um, looking at that, really, what about Chelsea assets? What, what would be a good, who would be a good Chelsea asset to take advantage of, of Villa and Liverpool? Well, Havertz, if he's fit to play, then he, he's the one that probably most FPL managers, if they have brought a player in, it's him. I think Felix could be um, maybe a potential differential there. I think there are better options, which we'll come on to this week, Joe. But certainly the fixtures for Chelsea. Um, this is a Liverpool side who do struggle away from home. Um, 
they're much better at Anfield. Mm. So I don't mind the, you know, two back-to-back home fixtures for Chelsea is, is pretty good. So in terms of a differential captain, Havertz, like I say, if he's fit and then, and then Felix, that could, that, that could be, um, mm-hmm. could be yeah. okay. And Villa and, and Leicester as well, you know, we, we mentioned it there. I think Villa are improving and, and Palace are a bit of an unknown going into this game week because of the Hodgson effect. Yeah. Will they get that new manager bounce? Um, they're gonna they're gonna prioritise organisation, aren't they, Joe? They're gonna set up in a four four two. I'd imagine they're gonna try and be hard to beat, and they they haven't been that open under Vieira. The problem has been at the other end of the pitch. So um, I think if you own a Mad- Madison, he's good this week. I don't think he's he's no. captainable for me. No, um, um, I just want to, um, I made a, a glaring error um, because because I'm such a neutral with all these teams. Um, in in my split second head of the live stream with Liverpool and Manchester United, I think I said. Um, um, they were ha- Liverpool were hammered by Manchester United. No, Obviously, nice I meant the completely the other way round. So, um, thank you to Ronak for for clearing that up, and Raymond, and anyone else who is about to put that in. I did. That was a complete <laughs> blunder. There, that was a real mind melt moment where um, I uh, got got my Liverpool and my Manchester United muddled up. So, please, no one else say it as well in there. Yeah, we know. I know. I know that Liverpool were good then for that one match. <laughs> so Ooh, uh, you're going to rile them. Yeah, down. I know. They, no, they were really good for that one match. Uh, not not so good against Bournemouth though, were they? <laughs> uh, and I do remember that was one nil to Bournemouth. Um, well, again, again, it goes back to that away point. I think they have really struggled away from home all season, and it's those. They seem like a different animal at Anfield, and. Um, and that's that, that's kind of worth bearing in mind when you well, look at the Liverpool fixture and gauge the difficulty. Yeah, well, look, they're playing they're playing Man City away and Chelsea away, um, mm. two tough sides, and um, also they're away, as you said. So I think I don't think we're going to mention Liverpool again in this this bit, which would be good. Um, uh, but uh, another uh, other teams that we're considering the captaincy for Manchester United, of course, Marcus Rashford. Um, he is injured, although was was sort of holidaying in New York um, during his injury. So, and he's been, been seen on the pitch running around. Um, and of course, Bruno Fernandes is another option there. So Manchester United play Newcastle, who are sort of um, um, could, could concede and might not. We They're sort of, they're a really good side, but also there is the chance that good players can score against them. And Manchester United will play Brentford at home. And that's probably the key one for the captaincy there. Um, Marcus Rashford. Uh, I mean, what what is the latest with him? I mean, I mean, I mean, is he is he actually going to play this match against Newcastle? Well, he picked up this knock in the FA Cup, didn't he? Prior to the international break, he subsequently pulled out of the internationals uh, with England. Um, I was catching up a bit this morning because I've been away, and um, I think he's resumed uh, light training. I don't think he's in team training. He's been training by himself. The good thing is we'll hear from Ten Hag later this week and um, hopefully he'll clear it up. Mm. We want him fit and firing, don't we? If it, if there yeah. are doubts around him for that first fixture, yeah. um, I don't think we can captain him. So I think uh, it will be eagerly anticipated that update and we'll find out where he, has, but we're, where he is. But we're lucky this week that there are a lot of other repealing options, in, including Fernandez. And mm. um, if we're just looking at these defences on this table... You, you know, those fixtures for United, they're not easy. They're not straightforward, right. are they? Um, Newcastle and Brentford are both at the right side of that table. Right. So Brighton perhaps have the edge in the fact that one of their fixtures, yeah, it's against yeah. Brentford, but the other one is against Bournemouth, who are 19th on this table. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
Brighton have arguably been in as good as attacking form as United, really, since the restart. I think they're averaging two goals per game under the Zabi since that, that, that restart. So, yeah, there's, there's an argument to go with Brighton by a midfielder yeah. this week, but there, there is question marks over a few of them as well and jitting off all around the world. Well, so. I think... Um, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, going back to that point as well. So Bournemouth's second worst defence here. They face Brighton and Brighton also um, uh, play Brentford as well. So these are good fixtures for Brighton. Uh, that, that Brentford game is at home for Brighton. But in terms of the captaincy, um, Matoma is playing this to timestamp. This. this is going live stream on Tuesday midday. I think Matoma is playing tonight. Um uh, I think it's this morning. I think, oh, this, I think morning. It's this morning. Was, was he just played? Um, so around about yeah. now. Um, it was against Colombia. McAllister yeah. is playing round about now or t- tomorrow. No, now that what this Ooh. is the confusing part. That's it. That's in the early hours of Wednesday morning. So tonight, Ooh. and he's playing Curacao, and I probably pronounced that wrong. So apologies, yeah. but it's. Um, that's going to that's going to be a situation that needs monitoring. You know, yeah. you would think in this day and age they'll get back on a private jet or whatever. And yeah. but it is something if he's playing early hours of Wednesday morning, gets back probably on Thursday. I would have thought yeah. something like that. So yeah, it's going to we're going to need to see what Disarby said about that. It yeah. says about that because um, it's the same with the Stupinan who's playing over the other side of the world and. Coming back. So, so. Uh, Matoma scored on international duty, according to Bulo in the uh, live chat. Um, I haven't actually been monitoring the internationals um, there. So, Matoma finishes uh, before McAllister. Yeah. So, his chances yeah. are will be home before. Um, McAllister will be home afterwards, by home, I mean, at, at Brighton. And um, the, the safest in terms of minutes, probably, is Solly March, because he hasn't yeah. been called up, um, despite Gareth Southgate going for form. Uh, allegedly, um, the likes of Lewis Dunk can get 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 a game over Harry Maguire, and um, and uh, he didn't bother about taking Solly March, uh, despite his England under twenty one credentials as well. So he does fit the bill there, but doesn't seem to want him. Um, nevertheless, yeah. he's there. Um, so Solly March would possibly be the best. I I would be erring towards Matoma. Well, I think I think McAllister's the best because he's on penalties. Yes. And he's got mm. a broader range of points, and that's what you want. But I think this might make me sway towards March or Matoma if I had them as well. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Joe. I think if it was just if they both played at the weekend and going into double game week 29 on the same amount of minutes, the same amount of travel, I think McAllister, since he would yeah. move to that number 10 role, has been excellent yeah. on penalties, like you say. But because of that doubt, which is, you know, is, is going to be there. I think it elevates Solly Marsh above. Mm. I, I prefer Marsh to Matoma anyway, I think. Um, looking at underlying numbers, um, I mm. think he's got that dual threat, goal assist threat. Yeah. Um, and I think that both opponents can see quite a few chances down their left as well, which is really good for his assist potential. Solly Marsh, so I, I think I would put him, I think that does elevate him above McAllister this week, just because there's that little bit of... Um, um, you know, we don't quite know where he's going to be at in terms of minutes. Even if he starts, could he come off after sixty-five, seventy? Um, um, yeah, I think I think we, we we pretty much all own Marcus Rashford. I think most engaged managers will own him, um, yeah. and so he makes a logical choice to be the best captain if he is fit. So if he isn't fit, if we get some nudge that um, that he'll either be on the bench or won't make that Newcastle game, um, 
that that does leave um, a situation where people will be looking in greater in greater depth at the captaincy. For me, I'd be looking at Madison or Brighton midfielder. Um, I do like Madison's fixtures. I do like his form at the moment. Uh, he's playing Palace, um, as we mentioned, and, and Villa. Um, yeah. But um, other people will have different choices to make. So for you, um, Rashford's injured, or or he's not. He's not going to play that Newcastle game. Who who would you go to? I mean, we're going to go to your top three picks in a in a bit. But I just thought now because mm. I think just to discuss that injury um, issue. Well, I like I like Solly Marsh, but. I would be really tempted to put it on Bruno Fernandes, who I'm probably going to bring in for Martin okay. Odegaard this week. Um, Bruno's played in both of the Portugal games in the, mm-hmm. the, the qualifiers, but the last of those was on Sunday um, when he played 79 minutes. And yeah. we know Fernandes is a bit of a machine anyway, isn't yeah. he? He just plays all the time, no matter what. A bit like McAllister, he's got those pens, mm. um, he's got set pieces. There was a bit of a concern with Casemiro being out that he would drop a bit deeper, but I don't think he will. I think Sabitzer and Fred will probably start there and he'll play either in that 10 role or a bit wider on the right. And he, he tends to do very well in double game weeks, Fernandez, doesn't he? I think he's got 30, 31 points across his last two. Difficult fixtures. Um, like we said, but I think that United can score against both of them. So, um, yeah, I think if Rashford was going to be out, I'd be tempted to go Fernandes. OK, there's lots of other options as well. And if we're looking for nailed on players as well, we've got Watkins, uh, Bowen at West Ham. Now, West Ham have two home games against Newcastle mm. and Southampton. Bowen, Ben Rama. Um, I, I would I would because uh, they're home games, Bowen, but. But these are good options as well for the captain in terms of nailed on and quite good fixtures. Bowen, um, who else? Um, uh, yeah, got, Watkins. Got Isak, you've got Isak, yeah, Isak as well, maybe. These sort of yeah. nailed on, good form, good fixtures. Um, I think they're good options too. Um, if you, I mean, I, I don't think most engaged managers will consider um, a single game week player. Um, but obviously, right. if Haaland is fit, he plays Liverpool. Um, and Liverpool um, can be can be beaten, um, and also um, Harry Kane now without Conte. I mean, in my head, the shackles have been free, but I don't think they. W- I, mean, I think they've still got problems, haven't they? Spurs. I mean, Conte's there or not? Um, well, what do you think yeah, about Harry Kane? Yeah. Not for the yeah, as a potential captain, even just in a single game, as in a nailed-on player who should get a goal or two. I wouldn't consider him for captaincy just because going to Everton, they've looked pretty solid under Dyche at home, especially at Goodison Park. They haven't given away a lot. So fine to own Kane this week. He'll probably form part of my bench boost. But captaincy, not just yet. Um, I think if it was a single game week player, bar Haaland, you'd probably be looking at Saka because of that, that Leeds home fixture. Um, they've got quite a few injuries, so that that's probably where I'd look. But I don't think there's any reason to captain a single game week player um, okay. this week because the options are that good. Yeah. Um, with the doublers, we, you know, we've got four or five players we could feasibly captain um, who play twice. So I think that's where you want to be looking. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, let's have a look at some of these stats for the expected um, goal involvement. So these are minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty. So these this, this filters through and gets the the, the um, most attacking players over the last six matches. Um, it's Salah, in fact, top. Um, yeah. Partly to do with that Manchester United game, I suspect. But he's had four goals um, across his six starts. Uh, 49 FPL points. Um, but it's those fixtures. That's where, that's where it all crashes down. Um, any other week, I think Salah might be an option for the captaincy. But City, Chelsea, we've, we've spoken about before. McAllister's statistically the best. Um, 28 points he's, he's gathered. Over the last uh, six matches, um, of course, his six starts, five goals. Um, but looking down, March has got 29, so very similar in terms of FPL points. Matoma's got 40 points. They're all about the same price, all about 5.1, 5.5. Um, and obviously got the same fixtures there and all very attacking there. So um, once again, we're going to have that decision there. Statistically, McAllister is the best, though, but minutes wise, I don't know. I th- I, and I, th- I have to wait until Friday to see what time he gets back and... Uh, that, but if he starts saying about, if he starts mentioning about, you know, players being tired, we know that he's referring to to some of these players uh, here. Um, Solly March could be the go-to guy there. James Madison is just behind Rashford, so Rashford's the third there. Forty-eight FPL points he's had, five goals, um, so he is a, a standout for the captaincy. And Madison's not too shabby either. Twenty-seven points he's only got. He's only got twenty-seven points last six. Uh, and but he scored a couple of goals, and his expected goal involvement non penalties just a notch behind Rashford. Then you've got these other intriguing options as well. You've got Sterling at Chelsea, Barnes at Leicester. Um, you've got Fernandes, you've mentioned as well. We mentioned the Brighton players, Gakpo at Liverpool, Diaz at Liverpool. Diaz is, is back in full training, um, but those tough fixtures, and then Bowen sneaks into this list. As well, so it's some really. I mean, what this just underlines what you just said. There's really good options this week, aren't there? Loads of them. I could captain any of this lot. Well, maybe yeah, not I mean, the Liverpool ones. <laughs> no, no, but then, but then Salah as well. He's he's traditionally done quite well against City, hasn't he? I mean, I don't I don't think Salah's ever going to be a terrible option. It is just that away form. I think they've had one away win this year. Attacking numbers have been okay. I think they've been a bit unlucky not to score more, but. Yeah, it is though. I mean, City and Chelsea, their defences aren't maybe what they have been in past seasons, but they're still going to be tough games for Liverpool, I think. So I'd, I'd look elsewhere from that. Madison, um, yeah, I mean, he, he's got that England uh, England performance under his belt, hasn't he, when they beat mm. Ukraine? I think he played 85 minutes yeah, on Sunday. Good. So good, good boost for his confidence. I do worry a bit about Leicester's form. I think um, they've only scored twice in their last mm. five. 
but they're generally a good attacking team. They've got a lot of quality, haven't mm. they? With you know yeah. Tete and um, yeah. and Barnes, who appears on this table, Madison, mm. whoever plays up front, Ian Acho, Dakavadi. You know they've got goals in them. Mm. Um, but again, it's just those those you know Palace away with Hodgson in charge and improving Villa side who have been very good away from home, despite those numbers we saw earlier. Um, so yeah. I mean, there's a lot of options, but I do think that that Rashford or Fernandes and the Brighton midfielders is where I would look above those. The rest of them are classifiers, differential kind of picks, I suppose. Yeah, uh, definitely. So uh, lots of options there. Um, I don't think pretty much of them. You, I don't think you're going to go wrong. I mean, and also, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm possibly too quick to dismiss Liverpool. I know they are tough fixtures. And I know they are mm. away. Um, so I wouldn't totally rely on him, but I don't think it would be the end of the world <laughs> to captain Liverpool player because you never know. I mean, the, perhaps I mean they did, you know, they did so well against Manchester United, and that was considered the tough game. I did not expect that. I don't think anyone did, um, especially yeah. probably Wildcard, who then got rid of got rid of him. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, many. well, yeah, there'll be many, <laughs> many, many, many did that. Yeah. Um, let's just have a look just before we move on to our top picks. Just have a look at Marcus Rashford and Bruno Fernandez. Um, uh, in a bit of detail. So uh, in terms of FPL points, uh, this is the last four matches played. Uh, this is a graphic that uh, uh, Fancy Football Scout has done on their social media. Uh, FPL points is 28 to 20. Big chances, six to Rashford, one to Fernandes and expected goal moment broadly similar, although Fernandes is slightly uh, above uh, uh, Marcus Rashford, who is on two uh, 2.11 and it's 2.24 for Bruno Fernandes. Um, so all of these stats come from the Fancy Football Scout members there. I understand there's a, f- a free offer this week as well on that. The, yeah. There is a, a small membership cost, uh, but that's been waived for this week ahead of double game week 29. So get delving in to look at these stats. You can uh, you can do your own little table and your own uh, graphics like this if, you've, uh, yeah. if you're so uh, inclined. Um, so um, yeah, just, just underlines there that Fernandes is a good deputy. Rashford. Mm-hmm. Um, let's have a look at our top three picks then. Um, I'll get you, you to go first. Um, so yeah, who who's your top pick and who who, who are your standbys? Um, right. So top pick uh, is Rashford, one of the best kind of post World Cup performers. Quite tricky opponents, but I'd back United to score in both of those games. And if they do, and, and Rashford is fit, I think there's a good chance he'll be involved. So Rashford, I've currently got the captaincy on him. Yeah. If I have to move away, if we if we think he's going to miss that first game against Newcastle, I'll be looking at Fernandez. He's my second pick. Um, he's United's main creator. He's got penalties. He's got set pieces. And he's a big game, double game week player. He tends to step up in these kind of um, when he's got two games a week. He's a you know he's mm. going to play ninety minutes in both games. Say, it's, it's almost like he knows that we all want him to do well in FPL managers. Yeah, but yes, well, it, but it must be. I mean, realistically, it's, it must be that he's just a good performer in in yeah, big matches in quick succession. It's those fitness levels, isn't it? You know, yeah, just a ninety-minute man, and that's really reassuring to know when you put him in your team that you're going to get that one. Very, it's likely that you're going to get 180 minutes from him. Um, so Fernandez is second, and third, I've gone with Solly Marsh, and it is that it is the fact that he's well rested, and that's why he's in there. If I had to pick him or McAllister, and all things were equal, it, it would probably be McAllister because of those penalties. But because of the situation, um, it, it, it's Marsh. I love the Brighton midfielder this week. I think they're on two goals per game since the World Cup. Yeah. Marsh has that goal. He has that assist threat as well. And I think the fixtures. 
are probably a little bit better than United this week because of that Bournemouth game as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Marsh, another really good alternative. And it just kind of this whole video has been about there's a lot of good options this week. And I could probably add two or three more to that list and feel fairly confident in them. But that's where I'm at on Tuesday anyway, with the deadline on Saturday. Yeah, so mine's broad, broadly similar. Obviously, Marcus Rashford, I do think, is the standout captain, even though the fixtures aren't the best. They're still good for Manchester United, but he is in such good form. Um, but we're all... We, the team news uh, with Neil is going to be on uh, on Friday. Do watch that. We'll be oh, yeah. uh, we'll have his take on all the um, press conferences there, and particularly with an eye on Manchester United's one. Um, so if if he's not fit, my vice captaincy will be on James is, is on James Madison, uh, and it will switch to him. I really like Leicester's fixtures, and I think he'll do well. Um, I'm not necessarily saying Leicester will win them. <laughs> I just think they can no. they're capable of scoring, and he has assists and goals. Um, so he's got various routes to goals, uh, routes to points there. Um, and my Brighton midfield of choice is uh, uh, McAllister because of that breadth of, of, of routes to points, um, assists, goals. He's on penalties as well, free kicks. Um, and he's in, in, in mostly, mostly at the moment, he's in an attacking 10 role. But as you pointed out, Tom, there is the that minutes. So McAllister and Matoma, I think will play but there is a possibility in that first game they're taken off a little earlier um Mm -hmm. whereas with solly march i don't think there will be that risk so i think he is probably the sort of the 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 best pick in terms of minutes and that attacking tip but all three are good as we saw with the last double game week doesn't matter which one you captain really they all did really well um and that's just going to keep carrying on really because as you said they've got two two goals a game uh in them at least so um doing well so yeah there's our there's our picks there um thanks so much to, to to more of you that have joined us um many many more of you joined us um nearly getting up for nearly 300 now um derek susan uh darren um and many more thanks so much for joining us um good luck with your capsule decisions do do remember to press that um like button and to subscribe and also uh, remember that all this will be on a podcast as well um tom Thanks a lot. Good luck with your captaincy decision and uh, see you soon. Yeah, see you next week. Thanks, Joe. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.